Hey everybody, it's Audrey Ellis and you're listening to Ask Audrey. I was just watching a commercial, just finished getting ready on my way to work and I was watching a little bit of TV and this commercial came on for Crown Royal and in the commercial it started with like um, just a blank screen and then a few words you know, were scribbled across it saying, uh, most people think that wealth equates to like cars and clothes and money but we disagree and i'm paraphrasing i don't know exactly what it said because i didn't hit rewind but it said you know most people think that wealth comes from things but we disagree and in the commercial this young man is going around helping people and you know smiling with people engaging with people and just like offering love to people in his community and sharing with people in his community and that reason why the commercial made me want to do my podcast about wealth is because that's something that I've always felt and something that I was taught, you know, growing up kind of by, you know, just like by media. I remember, you know, when you, I don't know how many kids or how many people were born in like the 90s or you pay attention to like 90s entertainment, but a lot of um, television shows were like after school specials. They would teach you that money isn't everything and you know, real happiness comes from within, real happiness comes from doing what you love, real happiness comes from, you know, doing good things for others, and it always sounds so cliche, especially when you're broke, and you're watching everybody live seemingly better, you know, they have enough money to buy clothes and shoes, and more importantly, to buy a home, and to buy food, and to buy all the necessities, as well as extra things. When you're living broke, and you look over, and you see other people who are able to do that, then of course, you're going to think that that's where happiness lies. Because you know how miserable it is to be broke, how miserable it is to be poor, how miserable it is to wonder you know, where your next is coming from. Your next meal, your next check, your next rent payment, you know, whatever it may be. And as much as we can compare, we can say that happiness comes from having money. Even though I'm not rich financially, I don't agree that happiness comes from money. Because if it did, there wouldn't be people who were rich who commit suicide. If it did, there wouldn't be people who were rich who were strung out on drugs and who were, you know, strung out on some addiction to something. You know, like I've said in episodes before, addictions come from, or maybe I never posted it, I don't know. But addictions come from, you know, something in your life that isn't the happiest or isn't the greatest. Like either, you know, secrets from your past or, you know, current situations that are hard to deal with, high levels of stress, you know, a broken heart. Like addictions come from pain. So... If money was the route to happiness, then why wouldn't the money fix that for people? Why do we see so many celebrities who overdose? Why do we see so many celebrities who, you know, commit suicide, whether it's by drugs or by, you know, other means? Why, why does that happen? Everyone thinks that fame and money is the end all, is the cure all for everyone's problems. And yes, I do agree that money does make, you know, life easier in the sense that you know how you're going to take care of all of your necessities and you have the ability to do a little extra Making it easier doesn't mean it makes it happier. And I don't think that we really get that. I don't think that we really, you know, think about that. In my 20s, I used to think, oh, I just need to, like, get some more money, and then I'll be happy. And then I wound up getting this really great job, and I was making enough money. You know, I was paying rent, paying car notes, going to the spa, traveling, doing all kind of stuff. Had a nice apartment in L.A. You know, I was just doing really well, but I wasn't happy. I was so stressed out, and I was going to therapy, and I was just, you know, overwhelmed because 
that job and that money and all the things that I had acquired from it didn't fix any of the issues that I still had inside of me. And before I got this job, I had another job where I made less money and I was way more happy. And I couldn't understand why. Like everyone, everyone around me, not the media, but everyone around me always told me that you got to make a lot of money in life so that you can be all right. And it kind of made me believe that, oh, if you make a lot of money and you're all right, that means you're happy. But that's not what it means. Being all right for most people is just being able to get by. Like happiness is a secondary factor and sometimes a non-factor for people. They just want to make sure that their bills are paid and you know, just wake up and kind of like go through life as zombies. You know, get up, clock in, clock out, pay your bills, go to sleep. Like just, you know, a repetitive cycle of doing the necessary things and not actually enjoying life. When I was making less money before getting this great job, I was like out and I was thriving and I was living and I was having so much fun in life, just period. And money had nothing to do with it. I just knew that I would be all right no matter what. I knew that I would be taken care of even if I was down to my last. I was just free. I just had fun. But once I decided to focus on money and make money my goal, everything within me changed. And all the happiness that I had before seemed to have gone away. And I started to like try to chase more different, like more different. I tried to start started to try to chase things to try and replace that feeling of happiness and I realized that everything I was chasing still related to money and even though I tried to tell myself it wasn't it was still related to money and so I had to kind of do some soul searching you know like when you hit 25 and then you hit 30 you start to think about things differently like they say it that a light bulb switches off in your head when you hit 25 and then again when, th when you hit 30 and then again when you hit 40. I'm not 40 yet, but I can say for 25 and 30, that is true. You do start to see things differently. You start to see that what people taught you or what people showed you sometimes is true. And then sometimes, you know, it's misinformation. It just depends on what it is. And one of the things that I've learned that is true is that money can't buy happiness. Money can't buy love. Money can't buy peace of mind in a total sense. The only peace of mind it gives is knowing that all your needs are met. But... Sometimes you can't even make sure all your needs are met because what if you're ill? You can pay for doctors, of course, if you have money, but that doesn't mean that the doctors can cure it or that the money you have can cure whatever is going on within your body. So even then, money cannot provide peace of mind for every single thing. And so now I try to go through life and do things that are more meaningful and more in line with going towards a goal of getting happiness and gaining happiness. So I realized that what I was doing before when I had the job that didn't pay as much, but I was extremely happy in life, I realized that part of my happiness came from helping others. So I said, let me make sure that whatever I do in life, I'm always helping others because helping others makes me feel the kind of joy that money can never bring me. And another thing that made me happy that money couldn't bring to me was doing what I want to do no matter what anybody thought and no matter what anybody said. I realized that when I do that, it brings me the kind of joy that money can't buy. And another thing that I realized that I do when, you know, that I did was to not focus on money, period. Like not make money the main goal. And I get that that's hard because social media, you know, we're always on social media showing off and flashing. I mean, some of us will put cash in an entire paycheck and then spread it out on the table and like hashtag balling, hashtag, you know, what are some of the hashtags I've seen? Hashtag... Um, I make this look easy or, you know, just all kind of silly stuff trying to make other people feel impressed and other people feel jealous. Now, I've said this before, I don't know why we want to make people feel jealous. I don't know why that, you know, makes us thrive in life or why that makes us feel special to make someone else feel jealous because we know how it feels when someone else has made us feel jealous. So I don't understand why we continue to, like, 
volley that emotion back and forth with each other via social media, but, you know, one thing at a time. But anyway, I, you know, noticed that a lot of people are trying to, to flex and we want everybody to feel, you know, that we're doing so well and that we're doing so great. So it's hard to understand that these things are important, that, you know, having money and showing off money is not the most important thing. You know, like it's a, it would be a perfect world if we could all say, you know what, I want to help people more. And if we actually did it and realized how good it feels and then kept doing it, oh my goodness, that would be such a perfect world. But I can't think that, I can't believe that that will actually happen like in a grand scheme. I think that some people will get it. Some people will turn around and start being more helpful, more considerate, more kind to others. But you can't expect everyone to do it because then I guess there'll be no more lessons to learn in life. But hopefully the majority of us will get it and will be focused on real things, things that actually matter, things that actually help, things that actually make a difference. I mean, in a sense, you know, I've heard people say it before, I can't remember who, so I feel bad that I can't like give a like a quote and give a reference, but I've heard people say it before that sometimes you, when you give, sometimes it, it can come from a selfish reason because you know how good it feels to give, so you do it constantly because you want to feel that rush and that excitement of how elated you feel when you make someone else's day, when you make someone else smile, when you make someone else feel you know, satisfied in some way or relieved if you can help someone relieve them of a burden that they couldn't figure out how they were going to manage or how they were going to take care of. You know, there's a little bit of a selfishness in it when you realize how good it feels to help somebody like that. You start to go around and you get addicted to it. Now, of course, you got to like balance that out too. But hey, we got to just start at least with doing it, right? You know, just start with at least doing the good thing. And if you get a little overwhelmed and get a little big headed, then when you get to that point, figure out how to check that. But just start. You know, start doing good things for other people because, first of all, it's the right thing to do. Second of all, good karma comes back. You know, people do things for you when you're in need. You know, you put out good energy, good vibes, and, you know, you get it back. But just lastly, it's, to me, the only true source of happiness is just to do well and to be kind to others and do right by others. I always say that, like, when I speak to my guests at work, I always say that I don't think we're put on this earth to acquire money necessarily just because it's money and just because we can buy whatever we want. I think we're put on this earth to do for others. And some of us are given wealth so that when we do for others, we do for others um, in a, a larger scale, on a larger scale. We're able to do you know bigger things for communities of people because we have the responsibility within us to do that. And we have the ability within us to be a little selfless you know, when it comes to money and when it comes to sharing. So some of us are blessed with that kind of money because we can do that. And we will do that. And I say we because I don't know who of us out there, you know, will experience things like that. So it could be any one of us. You never know. But um, some of us are given that ability with money. But even if you don't have the money to do it, you know, like I keep saying, true happiness doesn't come from the money. It comes from the act. The act of doing good to others and doing well and being loving. That's where the happiness comes from. And if you have money, great. It just relieves and alleviates some of your stresses. And if you don't have money... You know, God willing, like I said, the karma you put out for helping others will come back around to you and people will help you out. I've experienced it in my own life where I don't have money, but people come back around and they help me out. And I think to myself, I don't know why people are doing this for me. This is so sweet. This is so kind. But I have to think maybe it's because I try to do that for others without thinking about when or how I'm going to get it back. Now, every once in a while, I'm like, ooh, I hope somebody will help me out because I really need it. I can't lie. But most time when I do things for others, I try to keep that. I don't want to call it a monster, but I try to keep that monster in check. Like, okay, don't do this because you want to get something back. Don't do this because you think, you know, you're going to be owed something. Just do it because it's the right thing to do. 
So I try to keep it in check. I'm not human. I'm not. <laughs> I said I'm not human. I'm not perfect. I'm human. But the best thing we can do is try to keep those, uh, hmm, I hate to call it monsters, but I feel like that's the only word to describe it. Keep those monsters in check when we are, you know, trying to check our ego and check our motives behind what we do. So anyway, I thank you all for listening. And I hope you listen again tomorrow. Thank you.